Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months, now through December 2nd. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. Play almost every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rally security. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss. Alright everyone, so the last time we got together we were in chapter 8 and the party was invited by the Dwarven King, Brunor Battlehammer, for a meeting and a feast as well. Uh, You all were welcomed into Gontogrim and the party decided to actually tour the Great Forge before heading to the feast. Uh, They agreed to assist with some bats, but encountered some much more scary creatures uh, that they did manage to destroy. After that, the Primordia Megara uh, was slumbering in its fiery prison, and we gave uh, that Primordial a quick visit. Uh, It causes earthquakes throughout the region as it stirs from time to time, and we felt some of the effects of uh, that uh, Primordial. So after the tour, uh, everyone met up with King Brunor Ban hammer and shared with him the news of what happened and he shared that a faction called the Zentarum have a stake in the secret underdark trading post called Mantle Dareth and he proposed that if the party can get their aid that the Zentarum would take them there to meet with one of their agents someone named Gazrim Duloc and this Gazrim Duloc can provide a map to Graven Hollow which is this famed legendary place of knowledge and, whoops, I posted that multiple times in a row, <laughs> um, of a legendary place of knowledge that could hold the clues as to what is happening here in the Underdark. And all of you know that you've been encountering all kinds of fearsome creatures and madness and strange things happening in the Underdark. So uh, you all met with three different factions. The first was the Harpers uh, with Zelron Roaringhorn. And Roger spoke to Zelron and managed to kick off a game of chess with Gopher. Gopher beat him, uh, got a cool, cool RP-only shield guardian to follow him around uncomfortably close. And you also met with the Lord's Alliance. Um, Victoria did specifically. And she spoke to the Lord's Alliance and uh, earned uh, this posse of tough humanoids that would also follow everyone around. Uh, you got... At five Lords Alliance guards and three spies that will back you all up. And then finally, you met with the Zentarum or the Black Network with their rep, Davra Jasur. And uh, she is a human fighter that is um, helping to run a meritocracy of the best trained fighting forces around the Underdark. And Gopher uh, secured a really awesome deal for everyone. Davra gets it's a full share of any treasure the characters claim during their next incursion into the Underdark. So you all are well set up for uh, your next trip here to Mantle Dareth. 
All right. So uh, the next step now is to follow uh, the lead of an escort that Davra Jashur from the Zintharm has provided you all. And, and uh, this escort takes you to a secret trade outpost I mentioned called Mantle Dareth. And they have, have many routes from the surface world and un, uh, within the Underdark to take everyone and to move merchandise uh, into this ramshackle town. And uh, as part of your escort, you're provided someone to help, help guide you. Let me grab him. Uh, this is Harry. Oh yeah, my internet is so bad. It's a little delayed. Um, so, sorry about that. Not too bad. Alright, so, uh, Harry is here. Okay, that's good. <laughs> um, hello everyone. Uh, my name's Harry. I'm here to take you all to Mental Dareth. Uh, I can't take you the shortest route for security reasons. We don't let outsiders know our our uh, well-guarded routes, but we'll go up to the surface. We'll head to a remote cave in the Serbran Hills. It's about 180 miles east of here, Gontelgrim. And that's how we'll get into Mantle Dareth. So, um, is there anything anyone wants to do before we take off? Well, first, I just want to ask, your name's Harry. Are you a magician? A, a magician? Why do you say that? The only other Harry I've... Harry Dini. Yeah, great magician. Note <laughs> I didn't say wizard, just a magician. But are you one? Ah, well, ah, uh, no, um, I prefer metal and close combat, so not, not so much spells. Ah, but you do make your enemies disappear. I see it. You are a magician. Ah, ha ha ha. That is true. All right. Well, let us Continue on then. Uh, follow me up this way, and you start heading upwards towards the surface. And um, over time, you are uh, winding your way east and uh, make it to the top, and you uh, head to a cave guarded by six other humans, other Zentarum. And you work your way into the cave, descending sharply another 200 miles. So it takes quite some time time, um, but you continue through the Underdark and head uh, in an easterly direction towards Mental Dareth. And I'm going to, to pull up a map for you so you can see the journey here. Alright, so uh, all of you begin in Gontelgrim, which is off to the northwest, and uh, you'll see from the lines on the map we've traveled quite a ways from Valken Velve to Slubludoop to Gracklestug and Neverlight Grove um, up to Blingdenstone and then finally to Gontelgrim where we all have taken the long trek back finally to Mantle Dareth where this trade hub and town reside. Uh, it takes about um, uh, almost a month. It takes about 22 days to travel this long journey from Gracklestug over to Mantle Dareth. And if anybody wants, you can roll a history check if you'd like, um, or a persuasion check if you'd like to try to kind of convince Harry to give you more information if, if you'd like to know more about Mantle Dareth. Oh, man. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. All right. So Victoria and Roger are very persuasive. Um, they uh, spend a little time getting to know Harry and um, push him for some more information. And he is uh, feels very trusting and, and immediately spills uh, to, to the both of you. So he explains that um, this is a secret place of commerce with all of these rare, exotic goods. It's traded. Uh, there are uh, four outposts located at Mantle Dareth, one for the Durgar, one for the Drow, one for, for the Swerf Neblin or the Deep Nose, and one for the Zentarum, who are human warriors. And so all of these different groups or organizations get together. They have their own enclaves and they spend time trading in the secretive area. Uh, it's it's useful and it provides safety for its residents, or not residents, I should say, but the visitors. Um, but it's never quite become a, a proper town. It's um, been a trade hub, but nobody really wanted to spend any money investing in it. It's really just there with, with some basic infrastructure and where people conduct business. Um, one piece of information that Harry kind of hesitantly provides is uh, the fact that the, the Zentarum have been slowly taking over the holdings. Um, they've cornered the market for surface goods and have really gained a strong foothold in the underdark. And so they are mostly concerned about growing their power, um, serving the Black Network, which is the Zentarum, and um, getting what they need. So they are in it for themselves, as, as is really all of those who reside in Mantle Dareth. All right, so I'm going to roll something here. That's it. The fate of the campaign. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Nat 20. Rocks fall. We all die. <laughs> <laughs> no, no rocks with this roll. All right. So... As you continue on through the Underdark Tunnels, you find yourselves overlooking the Dark Lake. Uh, you knew that you were headed in the direction of the Dark Lake, but didn't realize just how quite on the water you, you would be. Um, as you gauge upon this ledge, you see an elf with long red hair and a backpack who's sitting on this ledge overlooking a vast water-filled cavern, which is the Dark Lake. And the elf is dressed in this very fine regal attire and is dipping his feet in the murky water. Hello. Would you all care to join me? And he smiles kind of devilishly at all of you and, and gestures his hand out. And here's a, an image of the elf. Oh, wait a minute. Show image. Here we go. My name is Sladis Vadir. I am a druid and a Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, very kind of you to, to share your repast, if you will. It is great to have you all here. I don't see visitors in this area too often. Uh, I, I have to say I love the Underdark. It is so exciting. There's so many interesting discoveries you can find. Um, I, I would love to accompany you if, if you're willing. I could serve as a guide, help to get you to any of the Underdark cities. I have a great understanding of all the under Underdark routes. Hmm. 
Um, okay. Victoria will ask, uh, okay, so everyone else down here is in it for themselves and or trying to kill us. So what's your angle? Oh my goodness, well, well I certainly wouldn't try to kill anyone. That that wouldn't be right. I, I just simply want to find some adventure and tag along with anyone. I'm, you're the first party I've seen in a while. Do I believe them? I roll an insight check. Uh, y- yeah, for, as far as you can tell, the, uh, he's telling the truth. Okay. All right. Well, I guess there is strength in numbers. Um, so for now, I think that would probably be fine with me, at least. I don't know about everyone else. Have no objections. I'm game. Sure, why not? All right. Well, that sounds like a plan. Thank you. I'd, I'd be happy to share some of my food with you as well. And uh, he passes along some um, uncooked meat. And there, there's some strange large bones in them that you can't quite tell what type of creature this came from. Um, but uh, he provides it over to you if, if you're interested in keeping it. All right. So, uh, Slatis uh, knows of an entrance into Mantle Dareth um, and uh, is familiar with the route that the Zentarm take you. So you move into, uh, you head off the ledge and enter a cave. And as you go through this additional cave, you can tell that you're heading deep under the water of the Dark Lake. And eventually find yourselves into a tunnel. Um, at the end of the tunnel is a door. And uh, Harry, your guide, steps in front and says, uh, be careful. Uh, if you say the wrong word, you will be disintegrated. And he looks at the door and says, soon. And the door opens up slowly and reveals a passage into Mantle Dareth. <laughs> All right. Did he say soon is in the goddess soon? Uh, it is spelled, I, I don't believe it's the same as the goddess. It is S-S-U-S-S-U-N. Um, assuming Tauntaun or Tintin is here with you guys, um, that, uh, or his character rather, um, he can let you all know that it is a drow word that means light, L-I-G-H-T. And that is the, the password that opens the door. Very similar and both tied to light. Okay. You shared the password, now you got to... Ah, okay. Very interesting. <sighs> <laughs> oh. What a silly password. That sounds like something somebody would use on their luggage. <laughs> all right, I'll follow him in. Yep. All right. Okay. Um, let me write down the name of this NPC that you grabbed because I will totally forget. Sledis. And as we're as we're walking, uh, oh, dear. Oh, Center will definitely just kind of ask uh, Sledis about you know what his what his. Uh, what his profession is or what what skills he, he brings to the party. 
Hello, hello. Sorry. Well, I, uh, I have fey ancestry, so I have a quite interesting background. I uh, speak multiple languages, common, elvish, undercommon, pretty expected. Um, I like to stay very clean, so I, I do know prestidigitation. And, you know, that's very important to always make a good appearance. Uh, um, and yes, I, I'm a druid, as I said, so I've, I've got quite a number of skills. But um, I prefer to stay out of combat as much as possible. Very well. Happy to have you. All right. So you move into the tunnel, and you see that there is a 20-foot-wide, 50-foot-deep trench. Uh, In the middle of this trench is a platform, shattered, made of crystal. It was an old magic device, Harry explains, that used to lift these caravans up into the main cavern of the outpost. But just like many things here, um, it's come to... Uh, decay and ruin, and it's now broken. No more magic left in it. However, the the Duergar and the Drow did collaborate to replace this crystal lift with four mechanical lifts. There's two on each side of the platform, and uh, if you'd like, you can uh, utilize those to get into the main cavern. So you see uh, two lifts on either side of you. Mm. And they both right, seem well, to go the same uh, flight. They both ready seem to go the same place. Yes, you can see that they're all, uh, the, the ropes in the direction they're moving all head st- uh, directly up and all appear to be going to the same location. Oh, yeah, I guess they're head noggin. I'll get in the one on the left. Hey, Titten. Hey, sorry I'm late. Um, there, there are four, hey, no worries. There are four of these mechanical lifts, so everyone can kind of spread out and take the lifts or, or I'll pile into one, whatever you want to do, uh, to head up into the main chamber of Mantle Dareth. Uh, Which one on the left? All right. So, uh, okay. Can I, can I do an uh, investigation, uh, like the safety of the lifts? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Great. Let's see if my roll made it through. And uh, my my internet uh, Tintin seems to be kind of crap tonight. I'm not sure what's going on, but it's my um, every, everyone's a little delayed for me, and I probably am for everyone else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I see you rolled a twenty-seven. Wow. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, with the twenty-seven, you are super familiar with your background uh, as an artificer to spot all of the mechanical pieces of these lifts and you notice that the way the ropes are um, designed that the, the uh, and the, the different parts of the lift you find that there are simple levers attached to each one and by pulling on the lever the lift is designed to lift um, folks up to the to the ceiling and it seems pretty straightforward you, you also happen to notice that there are the walls um, are very jagged and rocky and if somebody really wanted to they could even climb up the walls to get to the top if if something was wrong with the lifts uh does anybody want a spider climb i can do spider climb if hey, always 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 you have that <laughs> let's see uh, i can only do one person all right who's getting spider climb is that uh gopher do you want spider climb Go for it. Oh yeah, of course. All right, I will cast spider climb on you, and uh, you can uh, 
Spider, climb your way up. Nice. I'll take an elevator up. It's, it's mechanical, so. Okay. Yeah, whichever elevator our resident so, mechanical. So uh, Gopher climbs up join. to the ceiling and peeks his head. Nice. Okay. So Roger and Tintin load up. All right. Um, I assume the rest of you all hop into a lift. I'm hopping in with Harry. And take it up to the top. So Gopher is the first one. Okay. Gopher is the first one to reach the top with spider climb as everyone else piles into the lifts. All right. And I'm going to switch us to um, the next map. One sec. Okay. So all of you... Yeah, I like the you are here thing. ...are going to be arriving right where this red pin is. Oh, sorry. What was that, Tintin? Oh, I, I like the you are here pin. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, so, yep, so you, you are there. Exactly. That's that's where the trench is located, so you can kind of see the tunnels that came through. Um, all of you were there, and now you've risen up to the top. So um, you're overlooking all this this huge wide area in front of you. Um, now, just for reference, north is actually off to the right. So that's that's the frame of direction for north. Um, and then here are my notes. So let me read you a little description. All right. So uh, the trench bisects an enormous cavern with a 30-foot high ceiling supported by naturally formed stone columns. Continual flame spells cast on stone lampposts reflect off of crystals embedded in the walls and ceiling, illuminating myriad fountains and waterfalls and streams and pools. So water is dripping from stalactites onto these leather tarps, and um, the tarps are covering all of these merchant stalls to the west and to the east of the trench, or up and down from what you're looking at. And beyond these marketplaces are gardens of mold and fungi. But the beauty of Mantle Dareth is suddenly undone by the sounds of combat off to the north- northeast. You hear the thunderous boom of metal against stone, and you watch as panicked, uh, panicked Surf Neblin start running from these giant eight-foot-tall Duragar. The normally quiet outpost is in absolute chaos. You see there are people that appear to be... Um, nonsensical, mad, running around, um, and there's mass confusion. But particularly, you notice this conflict happening between the Surf Neblin and these giant Duergar. Where is it that the party wishes to go, and what would they like to do next? So, uh, And by the way, the, uh, the sound of combat you're hearing is is off in this direction, kind of to the down and to the right or the northeast. Go ahead, Roger. So, uh, which are the good guys and which are the bad Roger, guys? Roger, was that you talking? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I... That's a question I Roger would be asking in character. Uh, but you can see that the... Okay. <laughs> you can see hey, that Danny the... Said that we got to be in front of the other rooms. Neblin seem to be running from the Duergar in, in this particular moment. And we don't know. Um, All right, so what are we looking, doing? Uh, are are we looking for someone here? Uh, if I remember correctly. 
Oh, yes. So um, you missed the, the previously on. So you are looking for someone named Gazrim Dulak. They are your contact from the Zentarum, and they are the ones that are, uh, or he is the person that's supposed to give you information on this secret underground library full of knowledge that could give you information on what the heck is going on in the Underdark. And is... Uh... Do we know if he's a Duogar or a Deetnam? Uh You know that the Zentarum are primarily human, so you figure he's human. Um... Let's see... Can we get a? Blush. Can we get a? Can we? Can we get a sense of like uh, attacking, defending? Like, is someone holding a defensive? You know, being experienced fighters, could we like you know look and see that these people seem to be defending a position, and these people seem to be attack in an attacking position. From where you are right now, it just looks like a lot of. Mass chaos, but if you head closer to the East Marketplace, which is where you see these uh, Durgar primarily located, um, you could get more information. Okay. Uh, I don't want to lead the way, but uh, um, if someone else wants to go with me, I'll go. Sure, let's go. <laughs> oh, are we going somewhere? Yay! Combat! Oh, yeah, I'll be taking them their ear. Can't move, You'll be taking uh, it? Never mind. Can't move Thank you. you are here, Symbol. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's so sad. All right, so so we're going to move. Very good. All right, so for, fortunately, there's a lot of other maps, so this is just for, for reference. All right, so we're going to move into the next map. Uh, oh, and I have to grab your tokens. Let's do that. Roger. Uh, feel free to move yourselves around to a better location if you want uh, in this kind of general spot. And it's going to definitely have been in front. Okay. Oh man, the 3D work on this on just this hole is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I have been too busy to make any of my maps. So yay for pre-made maps. Looks good. Cool. All right. Uh, so as you enter the Eastern Marketplace, you notice there are a number of markets clustered on. Uh, oh, sorry, hold on. Uh, you not markets, but you notice there are a number of stands. Um, in this area, uh, market uh, tents and stalls that have been knocked over. You see goods strewn upon the cavern floor all over the place. And you see the uh, the bodies of um, animals that carry other uh, riders on them. And you hear notice two enlarged Duergar chasing a pair of deep gnomes. And the gnomes flash in and out. They appear, their figure appears to kind of move and disappear in front of you. And they appear to have the blur spell cast on themselves. You also um, notice uh, uh, particularly, oh, that's weird, my, uh, my mod to see everyone's info isn't loading. But uh, you notice, especially uh, those of you with higher passive perception, see that there is another deep gnome or Swerf Neblin uh, located uh, kind of hiding in plain sight um, off to the east uh, underneath some rubble and a tent. 
and he, he has this pale leather bag tucked under one arm. Um, I would like everyone to roll a d20. So where do we go to roll a d20? If you go to the chat right, right below the text box, you'll see some die. And the second from the right is the d20. All right. I, on my end, I just need oh, an intention. Oh, no, I see yep. Vigorn. Vigorn, roll the eight. Owen and Gopher. Ooh. Not my best roll. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did you roll a minus one on a d20? I don't know. I, I, I didn't say advantage or disadvantage. I just rolled. I just chose the d20. Mm-hmm. See if I do it again, will it change it? Oh, well, you rolled, a, you rolled a one, so we could just count that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do the minus one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And Gopher got 18. All right. Um, Gopher, can you roll one more time for me? We're going to have a, a roll off here. Rollies. Rollies. <laughs> oh, I win at Rollies. All right. Um, so for the purposes of this combat, uh, everyone, we're just going to do a side initiative and everyone can kind of decide what they would like to do in this particular ser- uh, scenario. But I get to go first. So um, you watch as the Duergar rush forward and attempt to attack the Deep Gnomes. Um, you see that they're brandishing these giant war picks, which are just horrific <laughs> thinking about in real life. And they use the war picks and slam down on the Sfurf Neblin. Uh, one of them, right off the bat, takes some major damage and they kind of uh, collapse to one knee. Uh, still, still up, but uh, in a lot of pain. And uh, with that second hit, you see that this one uh, seems to go down and is unconscious. And they uh, look towards your party and... Um, but but are mostly interested in the deep gnomes. So you watch as they um, then turn to- towards the deep gnome. Uh, what would you all like to do? Victoria will hold out a hand, I guess, and say, whoa, whoa, what, what's going on? Um, and if, if they don't stop, right. Victoria is probably going to try to move in to get in between the, the them and the deep gnome. They're just going to reach out his hand. I wasn't going to hear what he said. I was going to say, Finner was going to reach out his hand, holding his amulet, and say, may soon turn her face in her favor away from you, and cast Bane on both Duergar so that it'll, for the next minute, they'll have a, uh, well, they got to do a saving throw against Charisma against my DC. Otherwise, I'll tell you what, I'll kind of do it in the chat. If I, can, if I can do a spell before we actually... Yeah. Yeah, you can do a spell. I would, uh, DC seven, DC Charisma seventeen. Let's see if I can there. switch to my phone here for the Discord voice. Okay, um, I heard you. DC seventeen Charisma. I keep rolling. Uh, they both failed. So the the point was to give them disadvantage or or prevent them from being able to attack these deep nuns successfully. Okay, got it. Um, gotcha. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I, th- I think I didn't hear you clearly before. I, I think on my phone, I can hear you guys a lot better now. All right. So um, because the Duragar went first, you didn't get a chance to kick that off before they acted, but you can now. So any future attacks that they try to make will be impacted. Are you still okay with using the, the spell? Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. 
I knew that one was down, but if I could get it off before the, you know, they attacked either the other two, that was the goal. Gotcha. All right. Sounds good. All right. Um, does anyone else want to do anything? Mm, Why not? I'll trap them. It's just the two of them that we can see, right? That's right. Oh, (laughs) Uh, the template didn't go down quite right, but I'm basically going to wrap it around these two. Okay, let's see. So you can form it into a dome or sphere with a radius. Of, uh, you can shape a flat surface. Gotcha. Okay, that's right. So you can yeah. arrange the 10 foot by 10 foot panels. Yeah, put them at an angle, at an angle, at an angle, at an angle, and just trap them all in it. Okay, got it. So it's 10, 10 feet tall, quarter inch thick. Nothing can pass through the wall. Just want to remind myself of the info here. Uh, okay, got it. All right, so they are enclosed by the walls. Hey, look, I turned them into mimes. <laughs> All right, the, the Duragar look, well, you can't really see the Duragar, but you imagine that they're incredibly frustrated. All right, um, Victoria was- that one steal? I pointed the uh, the guy that was hiding with something wrapped up in his arms. <laughs> um, with the Duragar enclosed by this wall of force, uh, before I move forward, I should ask, did, did anyone want to do anything else while uh, the Duragar are trapped here? Uh, is Duragar is sorry? Is a wall of force? Um, can you see through it? An invisible wall. It's invisible. Never mind. Oh, nice. Okay, yes, you can. Uh, like I said, they're mimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, I get it now. Fenner will bonus boomstick. Okay. Uh, Vigorn will walk down. Is this the one with uh, the uh, the satchel or something like that? Right. Uh, what's going on? What's happening here? Uh, he says to this fellow here, Peebles. Peebles, that's right. <laughs> uh, like the department store. Um, Peebles says, uh, uh every, everything's a mass chaos right now. Uh, there was this, uh, Svirfneblin mage. She stole this gemstone from a Durgar merchant and refused to return it and... Now everybody's fighting. It's horrible. Uh, can I insight check that? Sure. What, what I'm trying to insight, not that I have good insight, but uh, uh, I'm trying to tell, I feel like uh, like she maybe is not giving me the full story here. I feel like there may be some uh, falsehood. Uh, okay. Hold an 11 there. An 11, all right. Let me see. I'll uh, roll as well. Great. Um... From your insight, this small, deep gnome looks frightened, genuinely. Um, they are flustered, so it's difficult to tell uh, her her all of her intentions. But she does look genuinely um, disturbed and um, out of sorts. Okay, I think that I think I've done my action there. All right. Yeah. If anyone wants to do anything. Whenever six seconds or the next round or whatever comes up again, I'm going to spare the dying on the downed uh, 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 spare. Okay. Yeah, Victoria has been running over. She was going to confront the, the Duragar, but seeing that they're... Well, actually, she wouldn't know that they're bubbled because it's invisible. So she'll run, <laughs> she'll, she'll run over to confront them. Hopefully not into the wall. <laughs> yeah, probably. They would have suddenly gone quiet. <laughs> I mean... Okay. Does it block out sound? It blocks out any 
force from going through it, which I would imagine would include sound waves. Nothing can physically pass through. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so, Victoria, the um, non-unconscious deep gnome rushes over to you. Um, help me, help me. These Duragar have been chasing us. The All of the Duragar are after us. We must go after them. We must stop them. What? Me? <laughs> well, everyone, it's, you look capable. Please. Uh, I don't know. And and also, Vic, uh, so I guess Victoria would have run into the wall and would have been trying to figure that out. So <laughs> and then gets distracted with this side conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the uh, deep gnome, seeing that you're not super into it, rushes over to to Peebles and uh, tries to give her some comfort. Um, Peebles uh, implores Vigorn, um, "Look, it, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I, I'm worried that this this thievery of this gemstone from the Duragar has really caused a, a huge issue. Um, if if you want to know more, maybe." You could travel around, try to go to um, the the Duragar outpost, uh, see why they're attacking us. Uh, I thought someone said that uh, you uh, or, or so, that that you told me that someone stole a gem. One of one of your people. Is that true? Yes, that's that's the rumor. Our uh, one of our great mages, Yantha Coxrock. It's a weird name. Uh, Yantha stole this black gem from the Duergar, and it apparently broke the peace. Uh, it's It's been very fragile, but it, it only took this one needle to break the, the camel's back, as they say. Oh, I don't think we want to get in the middle of some sort of a, a, a geopolitical con, uh, conflict here. Um, okay, I, I understand. <laughs> we, we came here looking for um, uh, I had the name here, and now I can't remember. Uh, Gazrim Bulak. Do you know who that is? And I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Uh, to be honest, point us I, to the human I, outpost. Say that again. Or could you point us to the human outpost? Sure, I could. Um, and in fact, I have been looking for a beholder. Um. Have you seen any beholders on your on your way in here? Well, he'd be holding a bag. What's in his bag? Not not that. It's this giant creature with all of these tentacly eyeballs. Oh, tentacles? No, I don't do tentacles. Well, what's in the bag? Well, this is my stuff. What else would it be? Uh, what kind of stuff you got in the bag? I'm not asking to look in your bags. Uh, well, I got a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, I have some hardtack. I've got my lucky horseshoe. What's in your bag? Well, my bag's made of quaggath hide. It has some knives, a spool of thread. I've got an iron needle, some barrel stock flesh. It's it's an underground, um, underdark type of growth. And I've got this nice copper canteen. It's got some water in it. And is that a gem I see in there? A, a gem? No! I don't have the gem. The, the, uh, Are you sure? Yes, I don't have it. I have nothing to do with this conflict. I'm just all of a sudden. Uh, these, you telling me the you truth? <laughs> you can roll an insight check. This is going to go terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it did go terribly, and uh, I am convinced he is lying to me. 
because that is what <laughs> I was believing beforehand. Nice. <laughs> uh, according to the new rules, uh, you get an inspiration now, though. Oh, for one? I thought it was just a 20. They just changed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Lucky you. Inspiration. Granted. Oh, the uh, the new rules are going to release tomorrow uh, to, to play test. Sorry, I'm, I'm distracting. It's from a real game. I gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Got it, got it. Okay. Well, you can take an inspiration anyway for the helmet. <laughs> I get inspiration for letting my prejudices rule my life. <laughs> so, um, yeah, people's... So, uh, if I can sort of just jump in here and try to figure out, so uh, is, is this where the your folk hang out and then well, something ha so the Duergard, they just came and attacked you, but uh, not necessarily where uh, um, this person who possibly stole the gem lives. They're just looking for you. They're just re reacting out of anger towards all of your people type because one person of your people type stole or possibly stole a gem. Is that correct? And I think you've got it pretty much right. I mean, they decided to attack all of us. It's not just me. It's not just uh, the folks you see here. They're, they're coming after our enclave. Uh, the Swerf Neglin enclave is... Uh, I, I saw a huge team of the Duergar headed there, and they're coming after us. I'm really worried. So not just these two. There's more Duragar headed towards more more Sersinivlins. Right, yes. There there are tens of us here, and we're all trying to hold out in in our warehouse in this Furfneblin enclave, but uh we couldn't make it in time, so we had to run. Hmm. But you know, I'm I'm okay with being on the run. I like I said, I'm trying to find beholders and I didn't find any here in the Duragar enclave, so I'm going to keep looking. Maybe I could travel with you all and uh, keep, you know, I'll stay with you while you're looking and, and just see if we spot any beholders along the way. Yes, and that'll give me more time to find out where you're hiding the gem. Is it in that bag of yours? Oh, I'm, I, I don't have the gem. Ah, oh, it, it's fine. Uh, 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 Fenner, could you ask the Duragar what what's going on here? I'm not sure that they can currently hear me through the uh, through our good friend's uh, uh, force wall. Uh, it seems to be blocking any sound, I believe. And the Duragar, you can see, are just smashing or attempting to smash the walls with their, their war picks. Mm, who's good at math? Who can tell me how long the oxygen would actually hold out in like a 10 by 10 by 20 foot cube? <laughs> mm. uh, Especially if they are physically exerting themselves in there. Uh, Victoria will drag the, the deep gnome over to Roger if it's safe to do so. All right. Uh, and you see the, the Duergar starting to get very queasy and exhausted. That's right. Be a good little Duergar. Take a nap. It's nap time now. <laughs> um, so your your guide, Harry, um, the, the Zentarm escort, he says, look, I, I know we don't want to get involved, but... We're the Zentarm. We have to know everything that's going on. This conflict, while it may not seem like it matters, it is very important. What happens here affects us, it affects the drow, and we're trying to, well, don't spread this around, but we're trying to do some negotiations right now. Maybe we can find out some more information while we're here. Uh, I won't tell you all what to do. Go? 
Well, where do you suggest we go? Well, um, there are three outposts that, uh, actually four outposts we haven't been to yet. The Drow, the Duragar, the Svurfneblin, and the Zintarum. But uh, from what we've heard, it sounds like the Svurfneblin are, are under attack. So that, that's one area we could go, or if we want, we could confront the Duragar directly. Or forget it and go to one of the others. Um, it's important. It's important that we uh, that we maintain the peace around here for you. You know, we can certainly you know visit the Dorgar outposts and see if they might be able to you know speak with us peaceably. Since certainly we didn't steal anything. That would yeah. work. If others are interested, we could talk to them and tell them that we will investigate it, and then they don't have to go destroy all the surf neblin and all these innocent bystanders around here and maybe we'll we'll save some lives oh but perhaps uh i will look at um this gnome down the sir snivlin uh, to the below me peebles and uh i don't know what the next one is uh doesn't have generic but, uh, surf neblin. yeah <laughs> generic uh perhaps you can tell your people to uh abandon this area until uh uh, the the situation subsides, and uh, we will go and talk to the Duragar. But uh, uh, I advise you to uh, abandon this area until uh, until we can straighten this the situation out. Thank you. We will do that. <laughs> yeah, and while you're doing that, why don't you just give me the gem for safekeeping? <laughs> the gem. She uh, takes her bag and flips it inside out, and and you can see some contents spill into the ground. See. There's nothing here gem-like. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Visible disappointment. <laughs> and the, the deep gnomes take off, but uh, Peebles is still interested in being with you all if, if you will allow her to continue to follow you and look for beholders. Okay, we're, we're not looking for beholders. If we run into any, I guess that's fine, but we're, we're definitely not looking for beholders. <laughs> yes, yeah, see... What, what, if I see a beholder, there is one theme song that will just play very loudly, and that is Brave Sir Rabbit Bravely Ran Away. <laughs> All right, so does everyone want to head to the Durgar um, outpost, it sounds like? Yes. All right. And let me go ahead and load this, and we'll head over. I guess I can drop concentration on the uh, wall of force once those guys take a nap. Okay, yes. They are napping. Oxygen deprivation. There is absolutely nothing dangerous about playing with that. <laughs> I am sure they are fine. Okay. So all of you... Uh, oh, actually, I should show this again real fast here before we pop over. So um, you head from the eastern markets. Um, actually, it's a little bit more in this area where all these little huts are. And then you make your way to the Durgar enclave and so that's all further to the southeast and you find yourselves in a fence fenced grove and it makes you think of um never like grove where there were all these beautiful mushrooms and colorful arrays of plants and and things that weren't uh that you would see throughout the underdark but not as collected in one place it, it clearly seems like um, the the Durgar are cultivating the fungi here in this particular grove. And the grove is the outskirts of the actual warehouse where they're located. 
So you see um, this large fence, and ahead of you, uh, these large iron, uh, these large um, double doors off to the far south, which is on this map north. And let me unpause. And uh, yeah, you can uh, all decide what you want to do here. Feel free to move around. That one looks tasty. That one looks tasty. That one looks like slime. No, thank you. Ooh, that one it, looks like marshmallows. Do you think it tastes like marshmallows? <laughs> Friends, I would suggest that we not touch any of the uh, agricultural products, uh, seeing as we're, try- we're trying to talk them out of being irate over a theft. I don't want to be caught with our proverbial hands in a cookie jar. Or paws in a flower bed. And Finner will make his way towards the gate. And Fender, right as you approach that area, you notice in that moment four Durgar that were invisible suddenly snap into view. And I'd like everyone to roll initiative. Once I select you, hang on. But yes, everyone can roll. I rolled the absolute worst I could possibly roll on that. <laughs> this combat brought to you by our friends, the safety tools. <laughs> Yes. Yes, and the safety tools foundry module is broken, so you just get to tell me with your uh, with a whisper if mm-hmm. or, or a non-whisper verbally if you want uh, to stop. Uh, safety dance. I clicked on uh, initiative, but it's not doing anything. Uh, it looks like it got a 12 in the uh, chart. Maybe I'm not. Oh yeah, interesting. Weird. It just didn't show up. I didn't see the die, and it didn't uh... well, I also don't see the chart. Is it, it's not the second tab next to the chat messages? Oh yeah, there. It is. Okay. Hmm. Strange. Yeah, it just didn't show the die. Okay. Something must have bugged out in the chat. In the chat, it didn't show it either. Right. Yeah, I, I don't see it at all. See, I only see gophers. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Some sort of weird bug. All right. Let me roll the NPCs. The internet is creeping. Okay. Yeah, not what I wanted. All right, I'm going to go with the first Duragar initiative roll, so four for all of them. Okay, very good, very good. All right, Gopher, you're the first one to go. Sorry, I was just upstairs. All good. Well, thanks. try sleep okay why did that not pass oh um so you'll have to you can target but it's not going to automatically like do the damage so just let me know which which one you target absolutely or if you t for target i'll see too yeah I don't see their tokens. Oh, there it is. Oh, um, yeah, they're right above Fenner. Okay, okay. Right here. Should be right there. Oh, wow, it's a 20-foot sphere. Amazing. 
Okay, so I have to tell you their hit points, right? Um, so 26 hit points, so that is going to make one one creature unconscious. That's the guy I was going for there. Is it just the one that falls unconscious? Pretty sure. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. All right. Excellent. All right. That one is out. And I'd like to send my bat over there, but I don't. Oh, there it is. There he is. All right. It's not unconscious, but sleeping. All right. That's my turn. Is Vigorn up? Uh, let's see. Uh, what am I gonna? Um, uh, I didn't want to actually wanted to talk to them before we just went into combat. It looks like the these Duragar were were looking for a fight. They were invisible uh, and then they just straight out attacked. All right, so. But you can try to, to talk to them for sure. Yeah, I think uh, I think the DMs just said, "Are you sure you want to talk to them?" <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, let's try the old uh, uh, fairy fire. Right. Oh, now yeah, it's concentrating on an unknown spell. So <laughs> I need to do fairy. Did that? Uh, did that circle? Uh, is that my circle there? Uh, this was the sleep circle. I'll get rid of that. Okay. So, um, uh, basically, twenty foot cube. Get as get if we can get. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Can I draw a twenty foot cube here? Oh, oh, I guess uh, that's. I can get uh, t- two of them, kind of, right there. Okay. You, but uh, uh, area of effect twenty foot, area of shape, uh, and they need to make a uh, dex saving throw against a sixteen. Right. They are not so great at that. The one on the bottom, and then the one on the top. Okay, so the top one fails. Alright, he is under a fairy fire then. Okay. So, uh, they're glowing with radiant light. Uh, you just use this flame symbol for it. Alright. And you can get. Drawing too many. Like that stuff. Alright. Uh, uh, you know what? And, um, my, uh, this thing, it can move 15 feet, and it's gonna shoot at, uh, the guy under fairy fire. Alright. And, uh, he is, I'm gonna test out, uh, I'm gonna do the, 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 uh, cannon thing this time. He is, he's been rebuilt. He's now a force ballista, and, uh, Ooh. and... 
And uh, let's see. Right. Where's the... Uh, where's my Eldritch Cannon? Where did I put that? Uh, I'm st- Leave it to the the Artificer to take all the time in the world here. Um, Good. It takes a sec to calibrate to the tabletop. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um, features. Uh, where is it? I can't remember where it is. <laughs> uh, uh, um, what, what are you looking for? Sorry. Uh, I'm using my bonus action. Uh, see. You know what? Yeah. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just end my turn and I'll let someone else go just so I'm not taking up the whole and I'll figure it out in turn. All right. Fenner. Fenner's turn. Sorry. Uh, were you trying to use the Force Ballista? The Eldritch Cannon Force Ballista? Or, uh, I see there's yeah. a Force Ballista, there's a Flamethrower. Yeah, I was trying to use the Force Ballista. Okay, so under Features on your character a sheet. Hit, yeah, a, a, a two hit is D plus eight. I just didn't want to take up any more time. So, I mean, okay. I can roll a D20, uh, it's, and then we can add an eight to it and see if I hit. And that would be a 10. I would guess I get advantage on the one that's, uh... So, roll again. That would be a 20, and, uh, the damage would be 3d8. There you go, 13. End of turn. And I'll find my, uh... I'll, I'll find my uh, cannon here, wherever it went. I don't know where it went on my my sheet here. So. Okay, so 13 damage to the one with fairy fire. Yes, yep. Alright. Looks like it's pretty damaged, but doing okay so far. Alright, next up, Fenner. Uh, Fenner will nonchalantly tap his... his staff on the ground and, and mutter boomstick, but then hold his his hand and, and staff apart, you know, open out to the side. Say, hold on a second. We we came in peace to chat, and he'll attempt to calm the situation. Okay. Why don't you make a persuasion check for me? Eight. All right. Um, okay. Um. The Duergar eyes you for a second, but you notice in his eyes, his uh, face looks resolved and his jaw clenches and he holds his weapon with an even tighter grip. It worked. Um, Doesn't look like it. So I've, I've used my bonus, so if it's all right, I will, uh, I've still got my action. And I will go ahead and... Oops. Sorry, the, I like this drop down, but sometimes I got so much stuff that I can do. It's hard to find everything for it. Um, sure, and you could just double click on your token if you don't want to use that, and just do it right in the character sheet too. Okay. Uh, oh, and don't forget in Foundry, anyone you can you can drag like your attack or whatever down to that little hot bar at the bottom, like where it says one, two, three, four, five, and use that as a macro to just click on. So, like, with Raka's Great Axe, I could pull her Great Axe action and then click on that. All right, so he'll take his first uh, shot with Shillelagh. All right. Which I'm assuming a 12 is probably going to miss. Oh, that will miss, yes. 
And uh, he is now fifth level, so he has a second attack. So I'll do it one more time. Oh, roll it. There we go. Okay, yeah, that hits for 12 damage. All right, is that for Fenner? That's it. Okay. Next up, Victoria. Okay. Uh, So Victoria will click her boots of speed, uh, doubling her movement speed. She's going to move on up to here, and then she is going to action cast a spell. Uh, ask me to place a temple. I probably should have just said no. Um, okay, yeah, that's fine. So, uh, basically, <laughs> as a part of this, you make a melee attack against one creature. So I'm going to attack this one. Okay. 28 to hit, and then yep. is right there, so I'll run some sneak attack. Nice. All right, so that should be oh, yeah. 28. 28 damage. Uh, the Jurgar is down. Um, we just walked in here, so Victoria will try to do it non-lethally, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, rather than being dead, the, the creature is unconscious. Alright, anything else for Victoria? Nope. Alright, very nice. Alright, uh, Roger's turn. Oh boy, I'm trying to decide how smart Roger's going to be about this. Mm-hmm. It's Roger, let's face it, he would. Okay, why can I not turn off the ruler now? Um, do you have the measurement controls button selected in the top left versus the little person? I did, and I couldn't get it to deselect, but oh, I, okay. I, I clicked around and eventually it decided to obey. Excellent. All right, so I will step up to here. Okay. I will huff, and I will puff, <laughs> and I will aim at the two on the right. Okay. Yeah. Con save. <laughs> Which they should be pretty good at. Uh, the one up top absolutely fails. The bottom rolls a natural 20 uh, for 22. So he takes half damage. He takes 20 cold damage. Only 20. Lucky him. Uh, yeah, the bottom Durgar is super ouchy right now. The top one is an ice cube. <laughs> uh, is a unconscious ice cube. Uh, it literally says if it reduces them to zero, they become a frozen statue. Oh, wow. Okay, amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, so with one arm raised in the air with its warpic, uh, he is completely frozen in solid ice. That's awesome. I am a master of the mystic arts. Stop and talk to us, or I will be forced to unleash my full, mighty power. Uh, that my turn. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, so with that, it is the Jirgar's turn. And um, on their turn, you notice by the two giant stone doors that two other Jirgar suddenly reveal themselves as they were once invisible. If Foundry will work. There we go. And they also 
rush in. Don't make me do it, bro. Don't make me do it. Hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> and they're going to just take the same initiative for simplicity's sake. All right, they can move 25 feet. So they, they can't get quite get to you guys, but um, they are very interested in fighting here. So they, they push forward. And then uh, one is asleep. The only Duragar that can do anything right now is badly injured, and he's going to rush up to Roger, who just put a mad hurting on him, and is going to take an attack on you, Roger, with his war pick. And I keep self-rolling by accident. Uh, that's an eight, which should not hit. Nope, that'll miss. Awesome. And that's that's all he can do right now. Um. Okay. Now it is back to Gopher. All right. I'm going to move me bat over so that I can uh, help against him. And then I'm going to cast me a crown of madness. Okay. So wisdom save. Ooh, a two. <laughs> wow. All right. Do you want to describe what happens to the Durgar? Uh Yeah. He's going to run over to his buddy that's a statue of ice and swing his hammer at that instead. All right. Excellent. All right. So I think that's on his turn, right? I believe so. Okay. All right. He will do that. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Bigorn. All right. Uh, simply, uh, I will target this one. Ooh, ooh, er, press buttons. Come on. Uh, there we go. I will, uh, just hit him on the old fireball. You know? Sick. A 19 will hit. Lynch. Okay, and my screen is bugging out. Is that 19 damage? I can't see it. Uh, 15 damage. 15. Okay. And was that to the Duragar that just attacked Roger? here uh yep that one. Oh yes i see your target okay um it they're down were you also attacking non-lethally or do you want to attack lethally uh i can it's a ranged attack so i can only attack lethally oh got it okay all right anything else for vigorn uh, no. Vigorn will, uh, step forward. Yes. Uh, his different, uh, creatures will follow him along. Okay. Yeah, that would be difficult to non-lethally fireball someone. <laughs> yeah. Fireball. Fireball. All right. Fenner. Just gonna move up. And since there are only two of them left, nothing fancy, we're just gonna go with the good old... Uh, it's gonna be easier to do it over here. Good old shillelagh. So I need to. Tar- I forgot to target, but which one do you want to hit? Uh, the one right in front of me that I can reach right now. All right. Yes, that hits. All right. And what I forgot on the last one was that with that, when I hit uh, Finner's uh, cloak of yellow jackets. Reaches out, and where is my... There you go. Features. Um, 
reaches out and slaps them for... Oh, jacket slap. Yeah. Gathered uh, more. Okay, another two points. An extra two. All right. And then we will go back to Shillelagh once again for the second attack. Yeah. That... Oh, and with your second attack, the Duergar is down. It just gets triple smacked in the face <laughs> brutally with uh, two club hits and a swarm of bees. And then third tag uh, with my bonus action, Shillelagh, for the, uh, the other one, which nice. I'm assuming a 13 misses. Uh, that, that does miss. All right. Uh, end of turn. Okay. With it, uh, the Duragar ducks out of the way, and it is Victoria's turn. All right. Uh, so it looks like this one's the last one up. That is it, yeah. All right, so Victoria will zip up like the Flash or David Martinez and Cyberpunk Edge Runner and uh, just run up here and try to do the same thing. Actually, you know what? She has her bonus action this time. Uh, we'll cast uh, as a bonus action the uh, Hex spell on this one. Oh, so warlocky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then as her action, she will uh, cast a cantrip. We don't need a template. Uh, and we'll do a, we'll do a stabby, okay. and if that hits, Funner's right there, so we'll do a, a sneak attack as well. Nice, yes, that will hit. All right. So, that... so we've got three fire, eleven piercing, and another thirteen. And six necrotic. Oh my gosh, yes. And uh, once again, uh, it gets beat up, and uh, its flesh slowly starts to die with the necrotic damage. Does this one? Uh, uh, so for for non-lethal stuff, does this one look a little smarter than the other one? Well, we still have Mr. Sleepyhead behind you. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if if it like which one looks smarter. Like they have answers, so like you, you leave people unconscious just sitting around, and they're kind of a anyway. So that's the calculation <laughs> that's going through Victoria's mind. Like, gotcha. Okay. Look like okay. they have more answers than the other one. Yes. Yes. You know, we'll just we'll just kill him. Hopefully, the other one has more answers. Less, less things for them. Oh, yes, it's hard to determine which one looks particularly smarter. Okay. Well. But you can certainly go with your gut. Yep. Uh, and yeah, so, so there's one final Durgar that is still, it's sleeping. Um, and you all can choose, I guess, Roger, uh, what you like to do next. Um, the guy that's unconscious at my feet, I'm going to spare the dying. I, well, technically reduced to zero by freezing and then firebolting. Anyway, I'll spare the dying on him. So he's not okay. going to die right away. He's stable. All right. um, and then I'll look at the rest of the group and say, who has some rope? And that'll be all in my turn. Okay, so they are stable right now. Well, this is the one that I stabilized. The guy that's oh, frozen. The bottom. Just, yeah, the guy that's frozen is just frozen. I don't know that oh, I can do okay, anything about that. He's a got it, got it. Misunderstood. Okay. And then if enough time passes, I'll spare the dying any of the other ones that are at, you know, zero hit points that I can do something about. Okay. I mean, if that were a player character, I'm pretty sure we could save it, but I'm not going to bother. I like having a statue there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you going to do anything about... Um, so we can come out of combat now. Uh, does anyone want to do anything about the sleepy Duragar? Yeah. Anybody have a rope or know how to tie some good knots? I bet Gopher does. <laughs> Go for in, in fact, we should probably tie up all these I, guys because eventually yeah, they're going to wake back up. Oh, yeah, you've got to get them in a rope. Okay. You can probably damn them up. Uh, as you're uh, tying up the Duragar, 
Um, he awakens and says, Oh, you, why are you tying me up? I actually have manacles if we want to do that. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> well, because your friends tried to hit us with heavy, sharp, pointy things. We didn't appreciate it. We we don't trust anyone coming through here. Uh, our uh, One of our leaders, their gem was stolen. And we're after the Spurf Nibblin. We don't trust them, including you, who just tied me up. What's your business here? I, I don't know any Spurf Nibblin that are as furry as I am, but um, we heard about the stolen gem, and we came and wanted to offer our services. Um, we just saw a whole bunch of innocent shopkeepers and, and cabbage vendors have their carts overturned and it just seemed like a great tragedy. And it seemed like something that, you know, maybe if we could offer some help and bring some um, calm to the situation, we might be able to help you resolve this without any more innocent cabbages being sacrificed. Mm. Well, you got a point. Um, Why don't you go ahead and make a persuasion, persuasion check for me. And if anybody wants to kind of help with the argument, uh, you can do it with advantage. Victor's got um, got some charisma. He'd definitely help. Okay. Yeah, Victoria. Yeah. All right. Oh, hey, not bad. Got pretty good charisma yourself. Um, all right, very nice. Um, the Duragar says, "All right, yes, you've you've got a pretty good point. Look, I'll I'll allow you to go into the Duragar warehouse up above. Just go through the stone gates. They're unlocked." And uh, you'll find a building in there where uh, our leader is um, talking to the Swerf Neblin leader, trying to get some information to, from her. Not not the leader, the Swerf Neblin mage who stole the gem. Uh, you might be able to get some more answers and, and maybe help with the situation in there. Oh, yes, of course. Thank you. Uh, what was their name that, that we should be talking to in there? Um, our leader... Uh, of the Duragar Enclave's name is uh, Golder Flagonfist. And I'll... Flagonfist. Sounds like they took their favorite two hobbies and and made a last name. That's awesome. (laughs) Victoria, did you write that down? Because you know I'm going to forget. Of course. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, and if I can make a recommendation, um, you you might want to get a Duragar cleric down here before... that guy starts to thaw out or it might get a little messy. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> and I start heading for the gate. Uh, get, could, can you untie me first? <laughs> Roger's already walked off, so somebody else wants to go and tie him. <laughs> so, of, 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 of course, since you're going to be so kind to let us in and thinner all on time. Oh, thank you. And he stabs you in the throat. No, just kidding. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I am a master of the mystic arts. Don't make me angry. All right, so the, the Duragar let you all proceed without stopping you if if you intend to go into the warehouse area. Yes, we are looking for a flag and fist because we are either going to have a drink or a bar fight, and either way, it's going to be a good time. Excellent. All right, let me grab your tokens, round you all up. Oh, I can't forget the, the buddies. Hey, where's the party of fighters, thieves, and the um, um, guardian spirit? Oh, the other 10,000 tokens. Yes, I did not grab those. But they are absolutely with you. But um, 
because as we know, overpowered AL, they didn't, they didn't help you fight. (laughs) Considering at level nine, I can walk in and cone of cold, the entire enemy party. It's yeah. (laughs) I think some of the tokens all got mushed on top of one another here. I think we learned that lesson in chase week when it's like, yes, this is a deadly encounter that you should not engage in (laughs) two rounds of combat later. Uh, <laughs> yes, that, the infamous chase. Wound. <laughs> um, I don't see. Oh, okay. There's still a few of you stuck on top of each other. Here we go. Oh, there's two Eldritch Cannons. All right, I can. Where's Victoria? Okay. Why is Harry Styles with us? <laughs> oh, you've you've realized Harry's last name is Styles. Yes. <laughs> and that is his picture. Oh my God, Victoria cast simulacrum. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Oh, there she is. Okay. Double double Victoria. Yeah, um, it was under Fenner for some reason. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. Uh, so all of you enter the warehouse. And it looks like there's like a thousand uh, Durgar that are here to fight you. But uh, that's just the token that I reused. So um, these are actually Durgar merchants. They don't have weapons brandished. They're all dressed in merchant gear and they're speaking to one another. You notice that there are some creatures uh, located here called steeders, and they are little riding creatures. Um, I can, let's see, view the character artwork. They look like this, and if you look closely, you can see a a little Durgar riding on the creature in the picture. Uh, So these are are, uh, animals that they ride um, that the merchants have here. Uh, and so you also notice that there is a 20-foot-high stone building in the northeast corner, which is on our map, the southeast uh, corner of the map. And uh, you intuit that this is the location that was just described to you by the other Durgar. Um Some of the merchants notice you all as you come in, uh, and they kind of turn to stare at you, curious as to, to what you're doing here. Um, if I see one that might be selling, uh, booze, I want to walk up to them real quick. Sure. Yeah. This, uh, the, the closest one, I mean, they all, uh, look like booze is pretty common. So yeah, this, this one looks like, uh, he's got something you could potentially buy. Hey, Hey, uh, what is, uh, uh, flag and fist favorite beverage? Well, uh, flag and fist favorite beverage, uh, probably, uh, a dwarven stout. Uh, you got a nice little mini keg of that? Sure, sure. Yes, this one uh, is aged 20 years in the back of my cart because nobody will buy it. But you, this one's ready for you. Here you go. Uh, one gold piece. Uh, okay, yeah, that sounds good. All right. Enjoy. Tell tell your friends about us. I certainly will. Uh, who should I be telling them about? Uh, my name is Rodney, the the famous merchant Rodney the Durgar. Rodney Durgar, gotcha. All right, all right, guys, I got our bribe. We good to go? Okay, yeah, sure. Is there anything like visibly valuable strapped uh, any of his wares strapped to the outside of that thing? Mm, not not all of the wares are necessarily out in the open. The merchants okay. seem to be kind of gathered here as uh, you know their their safe haven. Um, normally they would go out into the main marketplace area, but they're all kind of clustered. 
So um, you can do a, an investigation check if there's anything that you're particularly looking for. Um, anything valuable like uh, like silver or gold, like cups sure. and whatnot, jewelry. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you absolutely spot this gold necklace that looks like it's hanging out of the pocket of the Duragar merchant. Maybe it was hastily put away. All right. Um, I'm going to use my mage hand to try to lift it. Nice. Okay. If you time that while he was talking to Roger, you might get some, you know, coverage on that. I really yeah. want to. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt him. Yeah. If uh, Roger is distracting him, you can uh, do that with advantage. <laughs> Not that you'll need it. All right. Let me do a. Perception. Oh no. Okay, so you snatch the necklace and um, you find that this is an extremely valuable necklace. It is uh, far more valuable than you originally realized. It's inlaid with diamonds and rubies and different gems that have been cut and placed into the necklace. And it looks like it's worth about 300 gold. And at the end of the night, because of Adventure League rules, you realize it's costume jewelry. <laughs> no, in this case, actually, uh, I repurposed some other treasure, so uh, you get to actually keep this. Ooh, wow. Well, as soon as we're away from him, I'm going to wear it. All right. Well, you can sell it for 300 gold, but you can definitely uh, wear it as well. I will wear it for now. Okay. All right. And my headphones are dying. Let me just go on speaker real quick. Charge my little earbuds for a sec. Okay. All right, anyone want to do anything else before you head to the whoops, uh, the warehouse building that you see? Whoop, are we? Are you still here? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we hear you. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Okay. All right, so you notice that there is a door to the warehouse uh, right where Victoria is. And uh, Victoria, you, you see that the door appears to be unlocked. Click, click open the door and walk in like I own the place. That's right. And as you um, waltz your way in, you and the other party members as you uh, head inside, notice uh, an interesting scene before you. Inside of the building, you see two Duragar interrogating a Svirkneblin deep gnome. And the Svirkneblin is hanging from the air upside down by a rope suspended about uh, 20 feet up in the air. And she is uh, hanging precariously over an interesting creature with some fearsome teeth and claws. And uh, the two Duergar are obviously trying to get information out of her. Um, the one on the left um, is... Uh, actually, before I say that, um, you see that she is wearing this robe sewn with these heavy gemstones. Um, and the creature above her is, is called a Zorn, X-O-R-N. And she is very um, strongly trying to persuade the, the Duragar. Um, look, uh, it, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Come now. Uh, I was obvious. Oops. I was obviously charmed. I never would have stolen this gem out of my own accord. Some drow must have done this to me. And 
the the uh, Durgar say, um, "We don't believe you. You had better start talking. Give us the information on the gem, or we're gonna feed you to this creature. One finger, toe, whatever it takes at a time." Victoria will step forward and say, "A drow," and turn towards Vigor and say, oh, "Vigorn, you wouldn't." <laughs> what? And everyone turns and looks towards you and Vigorn. Drow? And uh, Yantha says, <laughs> the suspended Swerf Neblin, yes, it was that one. He's the one that made me do it. He charmed me. <gasps> if that's true, then how could he have just been talking to, uh, who was the king of the dwarves that we were? Yes. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Did my mouth run away with me again? Yes, it was totally this drow. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe we should be suspending you above the the creature. Were they? What do you have to say for yourself? Were they holding the gem when they were talking to the uh, uh, deep gnome, the Uh You do not see any gem. In fact, uh, from what you heard, they're trying to find out the location of the gem, and they're trying to get that information from her. Okay. Okay. Produce the gem now. Tell us where it is. Okay. Why don't we waterboard him? I happen to have this cask of dwarven stout aged 20 years. And while oh. Roger is helping them, uh, Victoria will run over and be like, okay, now's your chance. Tell us, where'd you hide the, de- the gem? We can try to get you out of this situation. You know, Flag and Fist, before we uh, go, it looks like you were working very hard over there. And before we work up even more of a sweat, what do you say we just, you know, parched our th- uh, the quench the parched throat you may have after all that effort with this fine ale? Would you right, like so let's, some? Let's pause one sec. So, um, Victoria, were you talking to Yantha just then to try to get the information about the gem? Yes. Okay, got it. All right. So uh, before we cut over uh, back to Roger... Uh, Yantha's gonna tell Victoria, I, I, I don't have the gem. Like I said, it was stolen from me by that drow. And she points to Vigorn. It was obviously him. Um, <laughs> and she's adamant that, uh, he's the one that obviously did it. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, go ahead. So Vigorn, or Victoria's going to look very confused because she just made that up and look at this creature like, uh, okay. Vigorn is confused. (laughs) Vigorn is confused as to what's happening as well. Uh, No, no. And and he starts, you know, he he starts uh, emptying his pockets, you know, pulling out his pockets, uh, you know, as you do to show that uh, he has no gems. Waving his hands, he's uh, he's he drops his backpack and starts unpacking that. Look, look, n- no gem here. I don't have any gem. Ah, we just arrived in the city. The the, the group of us. Hmm. Just arrived, huh? What are you doing here? What's your purpose? We're looking for uh, a uh agent. Hmm. Agent's name. <laughs> Gazrim something and something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, you came to the wrong enclave. This is the Durgar. If you're looking for the Zentarum, they're in another area. Uh, we're having a bit of a conflict right now, trying to figure out where Yanta put our gem. 
I don't care if you charmed her or what happened, but we need to get our gem back. And until we do, we're going to go after every surf, surf neblin here in the, in the outpost. Well, I don't have the gem, uh, and this person made a false accusation. And I'm going to try to persuade, if I can roll a persuasion roll. All right. If you want to roll with advantage, I, I would say because you were like emptying your pockets and kind of showing everything that you have. I think that would give you a bit of an advantage there. 17. 17. Okay. Okay. Um, for the first time, Krimgol speaks up. He also looks like he's adorned in merchant attire. And when Roger mentioned the ale was super interested in what was uh, in what was being proposed there. So he he uh, is definitely um, has a penchant towards uh, some ale. Um, and he tells Goldor that maybe they should listen to Vigorn and try another strategy. Um, so Goldor says, oh, all right, I... I don't know how I feel, but if Krimgol believes you, then I'm okay with that. All, all I care about is getting the truth. And I just need to know where my gem is. That's all I need. And that's why we're here. We heard about this, and we saw a bunch of innocent people. I mean, understandably, your people were trying to recover your property, but a bunch of innocent merchants had their stalls all smashed up. There was these innocent cabbages that got scattered. It was just tragic all around. So we wanted to come and offer our services as a neutral third party to recover this gem for you without there being any more unnecessary roughness. You understand? Hmm. Well, I, I see what you're saying. I, I suppose we'd be willing to wait a bit before going after the Swerf Neblin further. Maybe we can call off our attack on their enclave. If you'd be willing to talk to the other groups, find out where the gem is. What of the- course. I mean, you guys have to live down here with all these other enclaves. You know, you, the, I understand that there's a delicate balance that has to be maintained, and we would hate to see that disrupted. So, yeah, we would be happy to act as a neutral third-party arbitration to recover your stolen property from whoever happened to have stolen it. And we would love to help you out with that. Why don't we celebrate our new friendship over a drink? Mm, here, here. And he pulls out uh, some cups and passes them around. And uh, you all uh, toast if if interested in, uh, in doing well, so. While doing this, I would like to maybe step around and draw the attention away from that back corner of the room. And then we could fade over to whatever Victoria's got going on up there. Okay. Before we go to Victoria, I saw that Gopher rolled a, a stealth check of 26. Uh, Gopher, did you want to do anything in particular while you're stealthing? Uh, no, I uh, just, when I roll um, without saying anything, it's because I don't want to talk over anybody. Um, no, I just wanted to kind of be watching um, the door, okay. looking, being the lookout. Got it. All right. So you blend into the shadows and keep an eye on, on everything going on around you. Sounds good. All right, Victoria. So what is this thing here? Uh, that is a really cool looking metal bench. 
Okay. <laughs> what else is uh, here in this room? Uh, you've noticed that there are quite a number of things, yeah. Um, and as you dig around, uh, the the Duragar notice what you're doing, but kindly offer, since you're going to go ahead and try to find out what's going on with the gem, um, you're, you're welcome to... Uh, the treasures that are located in the building. They have much more than what's located in this room at the moment. So you go through all of the armor, you, you see there's tons of armors, there's weapons, but it all adds up to a boatload of gold. Oh, nice. Uh, this is the selling price. I already did all the math in advance. If you sold everything and got 50% back, you would get 13,492 gold. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, this chapter is chock full of treasure, so um, yeah, heads up. That'll buy a cask or two of ale. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I can buy a home. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, ignore the dollar sign. Um, okay. Well, I, I guess I'm I'm busy doing that then. If if Hunter wants to talk to Yantha. All right. So yeah, Yantha's still kind of dangling above this creature. And we don't we don't take kindly to uh, aspersions cast on our drow. He's not the prettiest of fellas, but he certainly isn't a thief. Oh, he's a damn good friend too. Yeah, and he knows how to cook my bacon just perfect. Not overly crispy, not floppy, just right. Not too crispy, just right, like he said. <laughs> I don't I don't care for torture, and I would have been amenable to help you out in this uh, here cause, but. Uh, you, you've kind of put us in a position where I'm not really likely to, to cut you free. Unless you got something for us. Well, I, well I, I'm a, a leader of my people. I, I'm important to the deep gnomes here. I, I would appreciate it if you could cut me down. I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to help you in any way I can. Whatever you need. Maybe I could uh, give you directions. I could uh, try to uh, speak on behalf of the Smurf Neblin. Uh, whatever it takes. You're very good looking, by the way. Uh, it would be awesome if you'd cut me down. Then <laughs> uh, we'll look over to Victoria for some direction. This is going to go for so much at the market. This is sweet. Just put that in this backpack. Oh, sorry. What's that, Fenner? <laughs> what do you think we ought to do with the lass here? Oh, um. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to get a read. I think uh, they're, I don't know, is there, I mean, maybe they're just insane because they picked up on the uh, the line of BS that I, I was spinning about uh, Vigorn really quick, so. Y- Yanta looks Victoria in the eyes. <clears throat> okay, look, I can see that you're very wise. I have a contact. Nick Green in the background. <laughs> I have a contact. This contact was... Well, he was borrowing my gem. I mean, your gem. She looks at the Duragar. She was borrowing the Duragar's gem. And uh, I could tell you where his location is right now. Maybe he has more information or maybe he has the gem still. Uh, I could cast yeah, a sending spell. This would have saved a lot of trouble for me. Wouldn't have had to empty out my pockets and everything. I have to oh. put everything back. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Look, uh, I'll I'll make it up to you. I pr- I, pr- I promise. But uh, you know, I'm I'm 
dangled over a creature. What am I expected to do? I have to save myself. Well, if you feed it a gem, it'll obey you. Mm, that seems unwise, but I, I don't have a gem to begin with. I, but I think my apprentice Flink may still have it. H- hang on one sec. And you see that she uh, closes her eyes and concentrates uh, very deeply. Apprentice <sighs> Flick. Did you write that down, Victoria? <laughs> yes, yes. Flink Thunderbonk. Totally normal name. Uh, through my sending, it seems that he is trapped, perhaps, in the drow enclave. It's not typical for our people to be with the drow. Uh, I think the drow may have charmed me, so he could be charmed in the drow enclave as well. Maybe you go, can go rescue him and find out information. Uh, I know this charm spell you refer to. It is usually requires a... Uh... A large pouch of gold to make it work, from what I understand. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Flink has my my money. If you let him know that you need a reward, he will give one to you. Well, I have a better idea. Uh, Kremgol and Golder, what do you say that Iantha accompanies us, and, and maybe you send one of your uh, brave, stout warriors to, you know, ensure her parole? Hmm, that's not a bad idea. Yes, we could do that. Be happy to send someone to accompany you all. And uh, yeah. he pulls back the large creature um, and uh, uh, convinces the, the creature to move away, puts him back on his chain in the corner, and brings Yanda back to the ground. Whew, this feels much better. All the blood was rushing to my head. Fine, fine, and yeah, I'll be accompanied very well. You don't trust me, whatever. Just trying to help. You got a set of manacles. We could put one on her wrist and one on your warrior's wrist and make sure she doesn't go anywhere. Oh, I do have manacles. Also, make sure your warrior leaves his coin purse with a trusted friend and don't bring it with him. Yeah, I, I can hold that for you. Oh, hold the, the Duragar's coin, por- uh-huh. coin purse. <laughs> that's that's very generous of you, but <laughs> I, I think we'll take our chances. Um, So you've come up with an agreement to have an escort for Yanta. You're going to bring her with you. Um, Are you all headed to find Flink at the Drow Enclave, or would you rather do anything else? No, I'd like to pull on this thread. How about you guys? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Excellent. So um, at this point, we have gone over a time. I think this is a great place to stop. Yeah. by where we are at right now, I'm thinking one or two more sessions, and we'll be done with Chapter 9. Yeah, so great progress so far. Um, yeah, so some big monies. We can split up the 13K amongst the group. And maybe see uh, if the uh, the Duragar here would, uh, you know, put us up for a night on some cots, and we can get a nice little rest in before we go visit the drow. That's a great idea. Yeah, if you all would like to take a long rest, you're welcome to do so. It it shouldn't impact, you know, story-wise. The conflict is ongoing, so that, that's okay. You said long rest? Uh, you, well, you can do a long or a short, but long, long is fine if you'd rather do that. Get the charges for my staff back. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, you also noticed that Yantha's robe that she was wearing has a lot of really expensive gems looking on it. Uh, uh, a lot of uh, expensive looking gems located on it. 
Can I do an Arcana check to see if I actually know what a Zorn is? Yeah, yeah. Arcana or a nature. Okay. Oh, wow. I know exactly what that thing is. You know exactly what a Zorn is. Uh, And it looks like a really giant, scary creature. Um, It is very... um, uh, It's got these giant claws. And you notice as it's standing there, it's it's, um, like digging into the ground and it looks like a creature that could just dive into the ground and kind of burrow under if necessary. But it definitely looks like a uh, fearsome, hefty creature. And yeah, you are familiar with this. And these are the ones that if you summon it and feed it a very expensive gem, it will obey you for a period of time, right? Um, oh, they can sniff out gemstones and they do eat them. Yes. So that, that, I don't know if that's um, for all of them, but that sounds like this kind of creature. Yeah, and there's not one not great that I decided to wear that necklace. <laughs> right. I don't think there's any control over the Zorns, but I, I do think they like pinpoint and, and look for gems. Because that's a Zorn isn't evil, I believe. He does not like her at all. He, If he was ever going to steal, it would be from her. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... That's- because Azorn isn't evil, it pleads or bargains in the hope of convincing owners to give up their treasure, offering up information it has learned from its travels in exchange. Azorn, whose requests are, exor- are ignored, might resort to threats and bullying. If starved or angered, it resorts to force. Hmm. So, yeah, you can bargain with them for service or information. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> well, this one speaks Terran. So I think you would have to speak Terran in order to communicate with it. And I don't. Victoria would uh, be very helpful with getting Yanth, like, helping her down, taking the jacket off, trying to, like, quickly roll it up, <laughs> slide it away. Oh, oh, thanks for holding that for me. What? Wait a minute. Hmm? And uh, here's your manager. Nev- never mind. <laughs> Click. <laughs> so Fenner's at peace with uh, the robe being taken off of Yantha. Yeah. And you all can add another 750 gold on top of that for the robe. So three fifty um, for the necklace, seven fifty for the rope, and thirteen five for uh, Victoria being a greedy little bitch. <laughs> wow. Oh, and you know what? Uh, I totally, <laughs> I totally missed this. But yeah, apparently the that really nice uh, looking bench is actually an iron uh, safe. <laughs> uh, so uh, it is something uh, and you peek inside of it uh, why can't i copy paste let me try that one more time and it contains a potion of fire breath a spell scroll of lesser restoration a potion of greater healing and a lantern of revealing without oil the safe weighs a thousand pounds so you can't take it with you but it's got all that stuff in it Neat. i mean you can't take the safe with you you can take all the crap in it <laughs> all right um, anybody want to do anything well, since, else? Since Rock, is, since Rock is not mm-hmm. around, if no one has any uh, uh, has any objection, Finner would take the potion of greater healing. Because I have a feeling he's going to be the, the the front line for a little while. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, we're all going to get a copy at the end here. Do we? Do we still get potions as a copy with AL? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Same for. All right. Uh, yeah. So, oh. go ahead. Uh, any consumable. So the potion of fire breath, the spell scroll of lesser restoration, and the potion of greater healing should all duplicate. 
Um, the lantern revealing, I think, is a permanent magic item, so I don't think it, it duplicates. Or no, we we all get a copy. It all do. Well, no, everything duplicates. Yeah, if it's if it's magic, then it should. Okay, cool, nice. All right, so everybody gets one. All right, well, very good. So we will pick up next time at the Drow Enclave and see what's going on with uh, Flink at that location, the Yampa's Apprentice. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks. Great to play with you. Thanks for uh, fighting through some network difficulties. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the heck was going on, but my phone is, seems to be working perfectly fine. So if I run into that next time, I'll I'll just use my phone again. Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't be a, a Wednesday session without some kind of technical difficulty. So <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Great. Well, I hope everyone has a good night and talk to you all soon. Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled Battle and was created by Symbol Bird and is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at soundcloud.com slash symbolbird slash battle. The music was edited by me. See you all next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 